Alright, in this uh, video about our sharing time and encouragement ministry, I want to talk about God's chosen motivation for why we do what we do. Now, we do want to honor Christ and bless His name, but there's kind of a horizontal motivation that is the most mo important motivation for any service, for any spiritual gift, and that motivation is love. 1 Corinthians 13. The chapter that's read at weddings sometimes, uh, which is quoted in marriage books, is actually about how to have a God-pleasing spiritual gifts ministry in your church. The right motivation for serving Christ in the power of the Spirit. This is what Paul says. At the end of chapter 12, he says this, And now I will show you a still more excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mystery and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. And for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall fully know, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So this passage is about the supremacy of Christian, Christ-like God, um, character displaying Holy Spirit, fruit love, to any gifting that we can have. To be motivated by Holy Spirit, fruit love, is superior to any spiritual gift expression. Okay, so this is that list. He's not just making things up. There's gift of faith. He says, but if you have all faith, but you don't have love, you're nothing. There's gifts of teaching. But if you have all understanding, but you don't have love, you're nothing. There's um, gifts of, of miracles. There's all kinds of gifts. But if we don't have love or do it in love, it's useless to God in his sight. And it doesn't really build up the church. And so this chapter about love is about the supremacy of love over the gifts. So if you had to choose between expressions of Christian love and speaking in tongues, choose love. If you had to choose between uh, moving and prophetic gifts and love, choose love. If you have to choose between a teaching gift and love, choose love. But the call is not to choose one or the other. The call is to realize that without love, what we're doing is nothing. Without love, what we're accomplishing is nothing. Without love, what we gain is nothing. So that we're called to embrace and seek and desire to be filled and fueled and expressing the love of God by the service of Jesus and the gifts of the Spirit in love so that 
our ministry counts so that our gifts are effective, so that the church truly is built up. That's the point. It's not go for love, forget the gifts. It's if you, if you care at all about the church being built up by spiritual gifts, love the church. If you care at all about the church being built up by the word of God or the spirit of God, love like Jesus loves the church. And yes, people outside of the church too, but in context, he's talking about Christians ministering to Christians and they're failing at it because it's selfish. They're failing at it because it's about display. They're failing at it because it's about accomplishment and it's not about Holy Spirit, fruit of the Spirit, love towards each other. It's gotta be about love. And there are all kinds of distractions from love in church. Um, you know, if we're worried about ourselves too much, is there love missing in there? If it's about showing off, um, sometimes I have acted on a desire to want to contribute so I wouldn't feel shamed or to try to demonstrate, you know, that God loves me by contributing or wanting to keep up with other people who are doing something. I wanted to participate so I could feel like I was in the group. Uh, none of these motivations were true love where you rejoice in the person that you're ministering to and you want good for them and you're embracing humility so that they can do better that you're embracing patience and kindness getting rid of all envying and boasting not being arrogant or rude not needing to get your own way because it's not about you not being resentful walking in forgiveness not being irritable walking in forgiveness um, not rejoicing in wrongdoing and sticking it to people and having something to prove that you're better than somebody but just wanting the truth of Christ to come out so we can rejoice in it. This is the motivation for gifts of the Spirit. And it shouldn't be surprising us because, like I've been saying, the fruit of the Spirit is love. The first fruit of the Spirit is love. And it's not two different kinds of spirits. It's not like there's a Spirit who gives fruit, yay, and there's a Spirit who gives gifts, eh, messy. It's one Spirit who wants to give us the love of God experienced in ourselves and flowing out of us to other people and as we want to love people well and powerfully we begin to realize we cannot do it on our own and we say God give me power to effectively love people give all this to say that God calls us to really seek to be motivated by the love of the Holy Spirit for the people we minister to when we're speaking from the front. We don't want to correct them. We don't want to hurt them. We don't want to stick it to anybody. We don't want to go up there with something to prove or someone to prove something to. We want to stand before God in front of his people and experience his love for them and then share his gifts with them in love. This is our motivation. And you know what, I really bless God to give you the victory in this. May the Lord fulfill his plans to make you an amazingly spirit-filled loving person so that every gift he's put in you can come out in the way that really counts, that counts for something because it's motivated by love. Be blessed.